This is Sunday night worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecost Winters Church on this July the 23rd, 2023. With our seed director, Reverend Mac Perry, bringing the message tonight, What God Desires from Us. Out of 1 John chapter 5, verses 12 through 15. Here's Brother Mac. So tonight, as you're being seated, we're going to be reading from uh, 1 John Chapter 5, verses 12 through 15. 1 John, chapter 5, verses 12 through 15. And he that hath the Son hath life. So whoever believes in his Son, Jesus Christ, has life. And he that hath not the Son of God, hath not life these things i i these things have i written unto you that believe on the name of the son of god that ye may know that ye have eternal life and that ye may believe on the name of the son of god and this is in the confidence that we have in him, our faith in him. We can have confidence in the faith. If we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. He didn't say he'd answer everything. He said he would hear us. And in verse 15, and if we know, in other words, if we have the understanding that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we must believe. We know that we have the petitions that we desire on Him. Thank you, dear Jesus, for your word. What God desires from us. As I was thinking and praying about the the night's message, I knew I would be teaching uh, the faithful, the committed here on a Sunday night. So as I searched in my heart, and thought a lot about what to speak on tonight. What, what I need. What do we as Christians need. Um, and you know, that we're, we are to be reminded often of the things that pleases God. And what God desires out of us. So tonight, uh, I was reminded of several things. When I, you know, as I'm studying Acts, I, uh, it's all fresh in my heart. And I have a lot of things in my heart about studying Acts, but one of the things that were confirmed in my heart was about what the church needs in growing. If you remember, we just studied a few weeks back uh, Acts 2-47, which Luke was writing to us and telling us that, you know, the church was growing daily. The church was blessing daily. What were they doing? They were worshiping witnessing, evangelizing, all in one cord, they were breaking, get bread together, and praying together. And they saw signs and wonders and people saved. So when I look at all of these, they are very important, but the thing that I touched my heart most is praying. Prayer. Because praying is the way that we build a relationship with God. So that was the, what was on my heart the most. That I want to spend a little time on today, tonight. And prayer, when you really look at it, is more than just the power it gives us. 
Did you know praying gives us power? It does. We'll talk about that a little bit tonight. But it's about building a relationship with God, the creator of the world. What a wonderful opportunity that he gives us to talk to him directly through his son, Jesus Christ. You know, I think about the importance of prayer. I think about Jesus Christ himself spending 40 days praying and fasting and fellowshipping and praying to his God, to his Father. So it was a, and he set the example for us. Exactly what he wants us to do is fast and pray and seek him. You know, I think about the great David. This morning, my brother Brian brought up David, King David. And David was a man with the heart of God, as the Bible tells us. But the whole book of Psalms basically is praising, worshiping, and singing and praying. Basically, it's building a relationship with God. It's what the book of Psalms is about. So David makes it clear. Jesus makes it clear. Many other, Moses, and you can go through how they talk to God and they build a relationship with God. God wants us to build a relationship through prayer. Uh, a little bit, get a little bit basic. So what is prayer? It's more than just talking to God. It's about two-way communications with God. It's important as we pray and as we meditate and give God our heart to listen to God. I believe every one of you have had the opportunity as you're praying to have something planted in your heart, something new, something refreshing, something different, a new idea, a new thought, a new something that came into your heart. I believe God blessed you with that, especially if it was good. God blessed you with that. God speak to, speaks to us through prayer. So it's a two-way communication. And prayer should be a spiritual submission. A spiritual submission. We have to get stuff out of the way and concentrate on what He wants to do and humbly look for God's will and God's passion. God loves us. He wants to give us insight. He wants to give us knowledge, and He wants to bless us. And God has a plan for each one of us. You've heard it many times. And the way we get that plan for us, many of us are saying, Lord, what do you want us to do? Pray and seek God and ask God passionately for uh, what He wants you to do. There's many kinds of prayer, many kinds of prayer. Uh, there's just a conversation. I, and when I think about a conversation with God, like a friend, like somebody you walk with daily, someone you talk to daily, I think about Enoch in the Old Testament. I think about how the Bible tells us that he walked and talked with God daily. What a great relationship he had. And as we know, God blessed him tremendously. There's also uh, a heart-to-heart communion type of prayer. I'll talk about some of these things a little bit more later. A petition type of prayer. An intercessory type of prayer. In other words, praying for someone else, standing in for someone else. And then there's praise and worship prayer. God wants to build a relationship with us in all these different kinds of prayers. I'm not saying that every one of these prayers uh, are separate uh, when you... Sit down, you're supposed to do a separate prayer about each one of those. I think while you're sitting and praying, all these things will happen, especially if you give your heart spiritually. So let's look at the promises of prayer. 
When you read the scriptures, hallelujah, when you read the scriptures about prayer, it'll touch your heart. It gives you an expectation. It gives you an excitement of what God wants to do for us. I, I recommend you read the scriptures wholly, uh, completely, but let me take and put, interpret to you these scriptures, uh, what it says to me that touched my heart. In Matthew 7 and 11, it says, How to give gifts to children as a father. How much more a father, God loves us than our, 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 our regular father here on earth. So good things comes from the Father. All we got to do is pray and expect it, as Matthew tells us. And then Matthew tells us in 21 and 22, all things whatsoever we shall ask, believing He will bless us. He will bless us. And then in Mark 11 and 22 and 24, have faith in God, Mark tells us. Faith that can move mountains, just a little bit of faith. So do not doubt. I think about when sometimes even when I pray, and I believe others do it when I'm praying, Lord, if you want to, if you think this is the right thing, Lord. if You you know, we, we start having doubts about things. Or, Lord, I don't deserve it. Or, Lord, I, you know, this is maybe something, you, you know, whatever you question, you start questioning God. We shouldn't do that. We should put our faith. Do not have doubt when we're praying. Give it to God. And we shall believe and he shall bless. And then John 14, 12 and 14. He that believeth on me, the works I do, so believing in Jesus, he shall do also. So he's saying the things that Jesus did, we can go out and bless people also. Go into the Father, he says in John. And then John 15 and 7, it says, Abide in me and my words. Abide means to me studying and uh, uh, reading and letting His Word sink into us and understand. Let the Word abide in us. We need to let the Word guide us in our hearts. So He's saying, Abide, and ye shall ask, and it shall be done unto you. So we need to abide in Him through our prayers. And then I think about the distance or the ranges of prayer. Y'all might think this is a little unusual, but this came into my heart as I'm studying. When I think about how prayer reaches to heaven, it reaches up. It reaches to God. It reaches to the throne of God when we have the right heart. We can reach God through our prayers if we believe through His Son, Jesus Christ. That is what He tells us. And then I think about, when I think about the ranges of prayer, well, you know, as a Christian, even though I'm a little fella, I can reach just as far as a big fella when it comes to praying. God, we can be like a telescope that reaches out to others. When, we, when God sees and answers uh, and changes things through our prayers, all we need to do is pray. pray re prayer reaches inside of us. Prayer reaches a lot of different ways. And when I talk, think about reaching in me, it's not only about drawing the power of God, but it's also exhibiting the power of God. God will allow us to touch people and bless people and reach out. And it reaches deep within us. God gives us the power to deal with the life burdens that we face every day. And every day we face them. Every day our hearts are heavy. Prayer reaches out. There's no limit how far. If you have children 
or family members in Arizona, New Mexico, Texas. It doesn't matter, Canada, where your family's at. God can reach them. Or if they're next door, God can reach them through our prayer. God wants to answer our prayer. He desires our prayers. Prior, our pr our prayer reaches through things. I like this one. I like this one a lot. There's no barriers. There's no walls. There's no obstacles that can stop our God. God wants to bless us. There is none. And all we have to do is build that relationship through prayer. We're faced with situations in life that seems like it can't be answered. It, there is no hope. But our God can. God can. God can if we will give Him that chance. And then the power of prayer. There's nothing that compares. Nothing compares. I don't care what you go do, where you go reach, whoever you may talk to, God can answer prayers. Nobody else can. Nobody else can fix the things that we face in our life every day. God said in Jeremiah 33 and 3, If you will pray, I will show you great and mighty things. We just need to pray. To pray. We need to be praying. You know, I, think, I know this is a real simple message, but we forget it every day. Every day I find myself reminding myself to pray. We need to be praying often, daily. And I even agree with recently I heard Pastor Farrell. Sometimes when I'm driving, I pray. Sometimes when I think of something, I pray. I still ask God. Yes, I keep my eyes open, but I'm still talking to God. We need to be talking to God all the time, even when I'm driving, Marcy. I do. <laughs> God answers ways that we don't understand, that we'll never understand when He answers the prayers. And sometimes it seems like He may not answer prayers. And we have a tendency to uh, try to fix things ourselves. We get impatient. And, you know, sometimes we even try to tell God how to fix things. I wouldn't recommend that. We'll mess it up. We will mess it up. I mess it up every time when I try to tell God I need this or that. If you'll do this, then this will be okay. That's not the way. We need to ask God to give us an answer to the prayer or for Him to answer the prayer. God knows best. We will mess it up. We do all the time. Sometimes answers may be quickly. I've received some quick answers. I, it's unbelievable how some things have been answered. And then there's other things that I'm still praying about. I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to give up. I'm going to keep praying because I know I'm going to be persistent because God wants me to talk to Him every day about it and continuously. You know, we won't have a tendency of wanting things now. God has a reason that's best for us. Now, this is a little bit, uh, some people may look at it as a little bit unusual or different. But I want to tell you as a Christian, I understand it, and I believe you that here tonight will understand this. And we have to help others that's not saved understand this. God answers prayers in many ways. You know, I think about, and I've even said this before, we for example, we pay, pray for patience. And then it seems like the more I pray for patience, the more God challenges me with those things. 
He taxes me. He carries me further and very frustrating at times. Why? Why does he do that? In Romans chapter 3 and verse 3 says, Tribulation worketh patience. So the more we go through, the more God teaches us about having patience. We need to be patient with him. We pray for submission. God, you know, help me. God's then, it seems like we suffer even more. Why? Because in Hebrews 5 and 8, says, we learn obedience from the things that we suffer. So God's trying to teach us how to obey Him and do the things that He wants us to do. We pray for love. Is there someone that maybe it's hard for you to love or you feel they don't love you and they give you a hard time? We pray for love. God allows unloving people in our lives. Do you all know that? Galatians 2 and 20 says, so that we can learn to love through His strength and not our own. Hallelujah! And that's what we normally try to do. We try to love them and not depend on God, and God has the love. The love of Jesus Christ can help us love those people. So that's why we go through those. I pray for victory over things in this world, which is abundant and sweep down like a storm sometime, and they are multiple coming at us at times. And we go through all kinds of adversities. Why? 1 John 5 and 4, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So what he's saying is he wants us to have faith. He's going to build our faith so we can overcome and build more trust in him. We pray for immediate or closer walk with Jesus. God wants us to walk closer with Him. So what happens is things become misunderstood. Things become indifferent. Listen to what John 15, 9 through 10 say. So we can learn to depend on the intimacy of the one who loves us and really cares for us like no one else. You know, we try to build relationships with family. We try to witness to family, and they kind of turn away from us at times. God's trying to teach us, build a relationship with Him. Build that love that He wants us to have, and all the other relationships will come forward. Romans 8 and 28 tells us, For the things that happen that we cannot understand, know that God is still on the throne. So all these things that I've mentioned to you, God is on the throne, God is in charge, and that's what we got to understand. That's how we got to approach things, through prayer and building that relationship with Him. So how should we pray? Heard a lot of different comments about, I don't know how to pray, should I do this? Should I do that? I don't have, there is no one great answer. Hallelujah. There's no one great answer, but this I know from the Bible. Approach God confidently in prayer. Hebrews 4 and 16 says, Let us there, therefore come boldly, boldly to the throne of grace. Now, 
This is not arrogantly or prideful or anything like that. What, he, what he's saying is, what he's saying to us is be determined, be firmly, be lovingly unto the throne and obtain mercy and find grace. So he wants us to be bold. He wants us to go to him confidently, but he also wants us to go to him firmly and lovingly. You know, I think about a child going to their father here on earth and asking for something. And they have a right to ask their father for whatever they feel they need. But sometimes fathers have to make a decision, yes or no or whatever, and they will. But I think about how much God loves us as a father. And the great news, the Bible tells me, he will listen if we asked him through his son, Jesus Christ. Have you really, really thought about how important that is and how wonderful that is and how much it could be a blessing, how much power God gives us in that? That's wonderful that we can go to heaven and listen to our Father. Do not come hesitant or a sense of unworthiness or even in fear. God is our Father and he wants to hear us and he wants us to come boldly unto him. And then faith, praying in faith. Matthew 21, 22 says, In all things what ye shall ask. So Father wants to bless us. He wants to bless us, and all we have to do is sincerely pray. And by the way, when I said making time for God while I go, that struck me as the wrong way to say that. You don't make time for God. God should have time in your life every single day automatically. God is a part of your life. If we're having to make time, I think we're wrong. I'm sorry to say that, but I, I believe we're wrong. I don't think we should make time. I think the time every day as we walk. I think about Enoch. I, the man walked and talked to God every day. We need to be doing the same thing. Hallelujah. So we must pray in faith. God is touched, I believe, sincerely when we pray in faith. God is blessed when we ask Him to help us. Be definite in your prayers. Be confident in our prayers. Sometimes we make it difficult. And, you know, to, for God to give us a definite answer, you find this a little humorous. God saved my family. I believe we should call the names of our family. That's what God tells us, to be specific and call the names of our family. Lord, bless the healed, the sick, and the lost. I think we ought to be calling God, talking to God, sincerely naming our family members, sincerely naming those things that we need to be touched with. And everything that we are specific with, I believe God will be more specific. That's what he tells us in his word. Give yourself unto prayer meaning commit every day as a normal walk in our life to Him. As I conclude tonight, don't feel defeated. The devil, every time you start praying, every time you start praying, the devil gets mad. He don't like it. So he's going to drift your mind this way, and he's going to drift your mind that way, and he's going to try his best to close the doors and you being sincere and giving your heart 
100% to him. Don't let the devil do that. I'd think about Robert Orman, y'all, some of y'all that were here, when he starts singing that song, devil get under my feet, and he'd get up here and get to stomping, devil get under my feet. I believe that. I've, I've thought about it. I've been sitting in my prayer room at home, and I, my foot would come off the floor. Devil, because he's taking my mind and drifting me away from what I want to pray about and what I'm sincere about. Don't let the devil do that. Defeat the devil by giving it to God. Give it to God sincerely. We need to practice. Prayer is one of the subjects that is talked about and even preached and taught in churches. I honestly, in my heart, and according to God's Word, the thing that's missing most in the church today is prayer. We need to be praying more. We need to be walking and talking with God, building a relationship with Him every day. Every moment that we can. And we, you know, we, we have to find time to speak to Him. We're wrong in finding time. We should give Him the time every day. Prayer is a subject that should not be talked about. It should be uh, uh, actioned. It should be, we should be doing it every day. Practice it every day. God desires our prayers. We practice our faith. By praying. We want to be faithful in our prayers. Um, you know, I think about when God has blessed in, uh, in our country today, and you hear about different things, that it was started with prayer. And it wasn't a five-minute or a ten-minute or fifteen-minute prayer. It was a lot of people getting to pray together, pray together. We need to pray more in our church. I love altar calls. I love coming up to the altar and praying. I think it's our responsibility as Christians to come to the altar and pray faithfully and united together. I think it's our responsibility whenever there's an opportunity here in this church to pray, I think we ought to be praying. Whenever there's an opportunity in our home, we ought to be praying. Whenever there's an opportunity in, at work, we need to be praying. We need to be praying. Thank you, God, for this food. In thy name, amen. You know, how many of us do that? What an opportunity missed to thank God for how good he is and how we want to bless him and walk with him every day. God has given us the path to heaven. There's many burdens on our heart tonight. I know I have several. I'm believing, I'm trusting, and I'm giving it to God, and I'm, faith. I'm going to be faithful I'm not going to let it alone until the answer is given. We need to be all together. And I'll go ahead and tell you one of them is Brother Norman. I just pray God will bless Brother Norman. God will touch Brother Norman. We need a miracle, people. We need a revival. We need a revival. God wants to send us a revival. Church, not only this church, but every church needs a revival needs a renewing, needs a Holy Ghost down on your knees, heart-filling, gut-wrenching kind of Holy Spirit to fill us up. We need it. We need it. And then we're going to start seeing the things blessed. God gives us Jesus, hallelujah, to talk to directly every day as our intercessory. 
What a wonderful thing. What a wonderful thing that we can communicate and have communion, have fellowship. We can petition our needs, petition and intercessory for others, and we also can worship and pray. Let's add worship to our prayer time. Let's ask God to give us that moment also to worship Him, make a commitment to pray more. Would you stand with me tonight? There's many needs. There's many miracles we need, many salvations in our families, many things that we need. But you know where? Where I think it starts and where I believe it starts is right with each one of us in our hearts. We need a revival. I need a revival. I need God to touch me tremendously tonight and bless me and give me uh, what I need to go out and help uh, see people saved and blessed and miracles. I believe God wants to give people the gift of healing. I believe God wants to give people the healing, I mean the God, gift of preaching and teaching. I believe God wants missionaries from this church. I believe God wants to appoint people in doing His work and His will in this world that is dying and lost and going to hell. We need prayer is where it begins. Would you come forward tonight? You know, I, I'm, I got, we got a lot of stuff on our hearts and minds, but tonight, help me also to pray for revival. And it's okay. You know, Pastor Farrell preached on this one Sunday. It's okay to preach on me. Lord, I need revival. I need your love. I need your uh, 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 strength to go forward in this work and, and, and do your will. So would you pray with me tonight? Father, we stand united together. Heavenly Father, first of all, praising you, thanking you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we love you tonight. Thank you for Jesus. Jesus, thank you for loving us, for dying for us, dear Lord. Thank you, dear Father, for giving us a new life when you saved us, Lord. Lord, giving us a new peace, a new joy, a new newness uh, in our heart, Lord, a new life. Lord, something to look forward to, Lord. And now, we, Lord, we want to go out and do your work and will, Lord, and we need your strength. Lord, this world needs many things, dear Father. We each need different things, Lord. Let revival start with each one of us tonight, dear Lord. Let it start with me, dear Father. Lord, revive my heart, Lord. Fill my heart more with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, I know you live in me and you live in all these people right now, Lord. They love you. They wouldn't be here tonight if they didn't love you, Lord. But Lord, tonight, fill them with a new level of Holy Spirit, Lord. Fill me with more of your Holy Spirit, dear Lord. Lord, we need you tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise your wonderful name. Lord, we have many burdens on our heart, in our family, our friends, Lord. And Lord, Brother Norman, I give you him tonight, dear Jesus. I bless you with him, Lord. Touch him, Lord, whatever your will may be, dear Father. Bless him. Bless him. Touch him, dear Father. Lord, touch his family. Be with his wife, his children, Lord. 
be with them, encourage them and strengthen them, Lord. Lord, and you know the, 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 what's going to happen, dear Father, and only you can uh, determine that, dear Lord. And we thank you because we know you're in control. Whatever happens, dear Father, is the best, dear Father. As we read tonight and studied tonight, Lord, you have a reason for everything, Lord. Lord, there's other people that we know need to be saved. Lord God, put these things in our heart to guide us and lead us, dear Father, that we may go to things you want us to do, dear Father, in blessing others, Lord. Help us to encourage each other. And Lord, help us to love each other even more. Lord, if there's anyone that don't love someone else, Lord, help them, Lord. Help them. Touch them, dear Father. Lord, we know that it starts from the beginning. If you can't love someone else, Lord, I don't believe you can love Jesus. you got to love Jesus before you can love someone else, Lord. Help us with all with that, Lord. Bless us, dear Lord. Touch us, dear Father. And Lord, all the things in our life, Lord, our young people, our grandkids and our kids, Lord. Lord, every one of them, Lord, touch them, dear Father. Lord, touch Zoe, Sarah, hallelujah, Ashlyn and Jody Grace, Lord. Be with them, Lord. Touch them, dear Father. Guide them and keep them in your love. Lord, all the young people in the back tonight, Lord, each parent that's here tonight, Lord, and grandparent, call out your grandkids' name. Give it to God tonight. Give them to God. Hallelujah. Bless them, Lord. Touch them, Lord. Lord, bless our pastor, Farrell. Lord, encourage, strengthen his body, Lord. Lord, I'm looking for a miracle in him, dear Lord. We need our shepherd, Lord. Lord, you give us a great loving shepherd, Lord. Lord, we need him. Bless him, Lord. Touch him, dear Father. Lord, strengthen that body. Make him whole again, dear Father. And all the others, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, touch our leadership, Lord. We're faced right now, Lord, with several big decisions, Lord. And I know, hallelujah, I know that you have the answer. Bless us, Lord. Touch us, dear Father. Be with us in your wonderful name. Be with the leadership, dear Father. Be with the deacons, dear Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And all your people that's here tonight. And Lord, all the ones that were here this morning. Lord, touch all. Touch their families, dear Jesus. And Lord, help us, dear Father, to do your will. Lord, guide us, lead us, touch them, dear Jesus. Lord, touch the special. Lord, touch Florence's body, dear Lord. Be with her. Touch her very specially tonight, dear Lord. And each one here tonight, Lord, thank you for them. Touch them. Touch their bodies. Touch their homes, their finances, their marriages, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, I was told of a, a lady that had been married 43 years and her husband has now moved out, Lord. Lord, she's on my heart. Bless her, Lord. Touch her, Lord. Lord, touch her. Encourage her. Strengthen her. Touch that husband, dear Father. Touch them, Lord, in your name and in your glory. Be with them, dear Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, dear Jesus. Thank you, dear Father. Thank you, dear Jesus. Lord, touch my brother Thomas. Hallelujah. Touch his body, dear Father. Lord, strengthen his body, Lord. We thank you. Thank you for the talent that you give him, Lord. He blesses us every Sunday, Lord. 
He is a great blessing, Lord. He needs your strengthening in his body, dear Lord. We believe you can heal him, dear Father. I'm believing that you can touch him, Lord. Lord, touch him and bless the whatever it is in his body that's slowing him down, dear Jesus. Strengthen him, dear Father. Strengthen his family. Touch his family, Lord. In thy name, dear Jesus. In your name, dear Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, dear Father. Lord, lift the things on our heart tonight. Lord, encourage us, the Lord, to be the witness. Encourage us to go out and talk to people, bless people, lift people up and love them as you would have us to do, Lord. We want your church to be blessed, Lord. And we know your church is blessed through your people, dear Father. We are your bride, dear Jesus. And Lord, one day you come and get us and take us all home. Hallelujah. And we thank you for that. Hallelujah. We have someone somewhere wonderful, hallelujah, that we can go home to. And that's a wonderful, pleasing, dear Father, and comfort. And we thank you for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, dear Jesus. Bless them all, dear Father. Bless this church, Lord, and all the churches in this land, dear Father, this world that you made. Hallelujah. Bless your church, Lord. Send us a revival. Send us a revival. Hallelujah. Send each one of us a newness in our heart, dear Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise your wonderful name, dear Jesus. This is the Pine Level Pentecostal Church Incorporated, copyright 2023.